This week on Kings of the Rings podcast, we finally made it, folks. It is episode 300, and we're going to celebrate our 300th episode by pulling back the curtain on long-standing rumors and the inner workings of our show over the past five-plus years. And let me tell you, folks, no one will be spared. And to help us with this show, we brought back the master himself from RWA and formerly of an elite point of view, Rant with Dan is with us. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a tall glass, because we are spilling all of the tea tonight. It's episode 300 of Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively on WrestleAddict Radio, and it starts right now. Fuck, it's 300 episodes already. I it's, it's a long time a from February 15th, man. I deserve a drink for that one, let me tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the monumental episode that it is, Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 300. I'm your host, King Ricky Rose, along with the founder, the proprietor, the Mac Militant himself, Willie T. Will Tarasov. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, I had a lot of stupid nicknames over these 300 episodes. I'm glad I forgot most of them, but I think the Mac Militant is still my favorite. Yeah, you gave yourself that. <laughs> I'm good, man. You, you know, 100 was a huge milestone for me. Uh, 200 was, it's like, oh yeah, 200's here. But 300's another one of those big, wild ones. I don't know why 300, but I chose 300, so I'm very excited. And I couldn't be yeah, here I'm... at all without the one and only K. Murphy. K. Murphy, congratulations, this we is... made it. We made it. This is Sparta, y'all. Um, <laughs> I have a get... our other special guest host, Frank Torlini, is here to celebrate, <laughs> kind of. He is fucking mad at me right now because he is tired of my shit. Um, but it's wild that we're at 300 episodes. I keep thinking, I remember 200 so vividly. And I'm excited to do another 300 episodes with y'all. Yeah, as am I too. I got my glass. I got my glass and/or bottle of wine. Who knows how long how long that bottle's gonna last tonight? Because I'm gonna be spilling a lot of tea. So shout out to everybody who's made it possible for us to get to 300 episodes, especially the music that you've been listening to for the last hundred or so episodes. Made possible by uh, my good friends at Midnight Music down in Baltimore County, Maryland. Shout out to Midnight Music for what like the hundred or so beats that we have from them that we've sampled out from here and there. Uh, but without further ado, you do see somebody else on the screen if you guys are watching us uh, live right now on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube on our simulcast. Yes, that guy right there. He Don't let the giant circle, green circle behind him fool you. That <laughs> is the man himself. That is the person who we could probably call the third Bella twin. Oof. Yes. The Bella triplet? I'm not in the incest. I'm not in the incest. The hips we... do not lie too much, but ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for the 300th episode. Our special guest Formerly of Ramadan, an elite point of view man himself, Anthony Stefano. How are you, sir? I am. I am great. I don't remember how to do this. Um, <laughs> hi, everyone. Be yourself. Hi, um, starts. Hi, hi, works. I fucking get it on here and I'll talk all night. Um, I'm doing well. Congrats on 300. I'm so proud of everything you guys have accomplished, especially carrying the Wrestle Addict banner, which knows how I got my start fucking 10 years ago. What was it? Six years? Seven? I don't even know how many years ago it was. <laughs> it was when I started podcasting, it was the Wrestle Addict. And you guys have took that and, and developed a great brand 
and I'm proud of you guys. So happy 300. I'm glad to be on. Um, I'm excited to hear the tea. I don't really have tea because I fucking hate everybody. So <laughs> I'm an equal opportunist. <laughs> I do. I, I do remember when we were right before, right before our 100th episode is when you hit us up and it was like, Hey, join wrestling radio. So I think this officially is That's 200. Right. Oh my it God. Is 200 episodes of wow. Kings podcast on wrestling radio. And the majority of our lifespan in podcasting has been with wrestling radio. So that, I think that is an accomplishment in and of itself. So I will definitely uh, drink to that. So you're that is a, pod- that's a yeah. wild thought. <laughs> yeah, that, <it> wow. <laughs> okay. I remember that because we opened up the show with an audio from Anne, and that was our big surprise, being like, yes. guess what we're doing? That's, that is right. That is what I we remember. did. That God, was lot, I used that to be so cool. What the fuck happened to me? <laughs> you're like a silver fox now. You're aging, God, aging quite I used well. to be so cool. I feel like CM Punk right now at his reunion. <laughs> I'm just happy to fucking be here. Just don't hurt your ankle. I'm just happy to be now. You're going to write me off on the injury after this. Don't worry. <laughs> so before we move on, I do want to say real quick that obviously this is 300 episodes tonight. Uh, tomorrow night, if you are on Long Island or, on, or in the Long Island area, uh, please make your way out to Rockwell Center if you're a real wrestling mark because Wrestling Radio and Kings of the Rings podcast are sponsoring Pro Wrestling, tri- Pro Wrestling Trivia Night at the Ugly Duckling tomorrow at 7.30. Uh, Thursday, July 14th, where the winning team will get two tickets to Monday Night Raw at Madison Square Garden in just a couple of weeks on July 25th. I have bought the tickets myself. I have also developed the wrestling trivia, so you better be a real mark if you're going to come out and win this. So please, tomorrow night, July 14th, 7.30 p.m., Ugly Duck in Rockwell Center, Pro Wrestling Trivia. It is going to be an absolutely fantastic time. So... As we move on, there's a picture of Ann with this with this Bella Twins right there. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Look at that. Alexa, <laughs> you have the memories alone by Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> there was a so, time that they knew who I was, and it was the happiest time of my life. <laughs> How many photos do you have with them? Four or five, I think. Right? Yeah, five. I think. Yeah, five. And then I don't think I've been to a wrestling meet and greet fucking sense. <laughs> They're weird now these days, man. Let me tell you. I will say when I um when we were at Survivor Series uh this past uh November, it's when they debuted the uh the legacy title for the Bella for the Bella twins. Oh, I know. I, I and I, I thought it was like, so oh, sorry. Ann would love this. <laughs> but it's funny as I don't have like my my wrestling collection's nothing. Remember how I had that whole studio? You have the yeah. figures and everything. Yeah. yeah. I have like 10 figures left. Um, I have the shield belt, which will go up. Like I just bought a new house and the whole basement's getting redone. And I have, it's going to be all sports. I have like autographed okay. Harper Jersey, autographed maxi Jersey, you know, Dawkins Irving. Like I had, and it's just going to be like a hall of fame room because I don't know. I just, I guess I did buy two toys though, because I fucking love her so much. Jade Cargill. If you would step on my throat, please. And <laughs> DM punk. So I did, I still, I still slacked a little, but I'll probably, would you, would you be one of Jade's baddies? Oh my fucking God. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be an honor. <laughs> I I'll, be her, I'll be your fucking punching bag. I don't care. <laughs> 
Yeah, they need they need to push her fucking to the moon. She oh, is she's, she's she's a total package. To me, she's and no no disrespect to Thunder Rose, I respect her, but she's the woman's champion. Jade's the woman's yeah, champion. Yeah, she is woman's champion. Absolutely. She is. You look at her. She is the champion. Like there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Like like right now, I'm watching right now. The first person you see on the this is Rampage commercial, Jade. Mm-hmm. That's your yeah. champion. She had like she be she should be in the face, but you bought a new house. So where are you? Where are where are you now? Like what's going on in your life outside of wrestling? Obviously. Um. So new 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 house. I bought a a brand new home for my family. Um. Hard work pays off. Don't make excuses. Just work a hundred hours a week and kill yourself, and you'll have a nice house. Um. There you go. Facts. Then um. You know, I have two girls. I know when we did the gala, my wife was pregnant with our second. The baby's now about to turn three. Damn. (laughs) I got a new job five weeks ago, and on Monday they fired the manager. So now I'm the manager. So that's nice. No added stress there. Uh, Wow. (laughs) So (laughs) guy's been there 22 years. Bless his heart. You know what I mean? Like, not my decision. I feel like the villain in the story because – He's been there so long and people are like, you're the new dickhead. And I'm like, cool. Awesome. But, um, you know, I'm always up for a challenge and that's it, man. Just literally just being a dad, doing dad things. And then I started the streaming thing and the streaming thing is, is, is really fucking fun. If, if yeah, it's very hard though, it's very hard. Um, if you're going to, if you're getting into it thinking you're going to average, 45 50 viewers off the bat you're wrong mm-hmm. even with the following you know i had from ran within i was averaging like four or five when i first started it's yeah. like, five, like five people we found efeds through my buddy heal please heal is one of my favorite streamers actually himself was part of the wrestle addict team so funny nice. full, full circle right yeah he was streaming he did an efed i'm like yo i used to do them with ran with amp but i didn't have Created characters. It was all real people, right? Yeah. So I jumped into the eFed world, created characters. We built up this great community, and we're in the top one percent of Twitch right now. Uh, me there and Kyle, Kyle Masters of Elite POV and formerly yeah. of All Elite uh, Podcast. That's my riding partner, and we're uh, we're doing Cheers big things. Yeah. So if you're a wrestling fan, you want to come hang out in the chat. If you hang out long enough, you get a you get to create your own character. We create you, and then you can build your stats up through watching. So it's fun. Oh, that's a that's an interesting <laughs> way of doing it. That's a good yeah. way to retain everyone, viewers. Everyone starts at a 37 overall. Damn. Oh God. So, <laughs> but like Damn. right now, right now, Triangle Mans, who was in the Twitch chat, that's Gemini Love. That's our dude love character. He's like a 67 overall, and people are still like 50s. He's just running. <laughs> running the fuck that's amazing. That's it. Well, we all know anything you touch pretty much turns to go that you just have that mindset of like, you just don't lose, which is a very, very cool thing. And we do want to, you know, really talk about one of the reasons that we really wanted to uh, bring you on and because I remember, um, you know, when we when we had first approached you in Philly, I believe. Yes, Royal Rumble I Weekend. I believe it was Royal yep. Rumble Weekend in That Philly. was the best two weeks of my life. One, because the Royal Rumble was great. Yeah, Both because Nikki, Be- Nikki Bella stuck up for me because really? they because my video went viral and me screaming for her and someone yeah. and listen, bro, I got the flu that Monday, the Rumble flu, if you guys remember. <laughs> I had strain via the flu that was killing people. I didn't know where I was for four days, right? Jeez. 
shit. I woke up and Nikki Bella's defending me on Twitter. I'm like, fuck yeah, life made. Eagles win the Super Bowl that Sunday. Let's <laughs> fuck it. That's when they, they beat big game Tom that year, too. Best, yeah, best. What a best backup QB. Talk, talk about the highs and the highs and lows of lows for Whoa. me. <laughs> right? Yeah. So we, we approached him. We had, at that point in time, like, who didn't know about Rand with Dan if you were in anywhere in wrestling Twitter world? And so we, and we kind of took a leap and we kind of just approached you, said hi. I think we slipped you one of our business cards <laughs> at the time. Um, just on a whim, and you couldn't have been more you could have been any more nice to us giving us just advice um just off the top of your head you're already dressed up as like chad too bad anyways um, i was and, sex ferguson uh, baby you're sex ferguson <laughs> daddy was a fall down man <laughs> oh. and sent and so we were like okay we we made him and we met east at that time and like we really and then we kind of you know went our separate ways not thinking we'd ever actually hear from you at least for me i didn't think i was okay well we gave him a shot we the car we'll see what happens you know and all of a sudden like couple was it like a couple months or so later you're like following us you're hitting us oh. up and you're like hey i want to talk to you guys yeah and i was like well, what's, what's going on <laughs> for someone to come and and slip a business card i take everything very um as much as it doesn't seem like a professional approach to everything yeah mm -hmm. At the end of the day, if you have your shit together and you come and you have the balls to put yourself out there and say, hey, listen to me. Like, I remember when I would walk around, I'd visit New York and people would hand me mixtapes. You know how they do. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, then, and yeah. I, I, I listen to it. You know what I mean? Like, you, you <laughs> so you're the one. You put your energy into it. Like, I can respect passion. So I listened to you guys and I started following you. And I don't know if it was it was it was you, Ricky, or it was Dusty Dave. One of you guys DM me and said we would love to have you on the show. It was, and I and I was like, awesome. So we came on. I came onto the show, and I was like, and I told you after the show, I said that felt, and the full circle thing, like the old wrestle addict. That felt yeah. exactly like the show I used to do. It was so much fun. And to me, that's what I wanted is I wanted to see people having fun, man. That's what it's about. Um, too many people took themselves serious, not name dropping anyone, but um, too many people took themselves too serious when this was, we're just wrestling podcasters. That's all we are. We're just people who are lucky enough to have the void to yell into. Yeah, and it, it was cool. So then you get us on the phone. We're we're in the middle of playing our hundreds of episodes. We're trying to like you know we're, we're actually kind of playing your own. You're playing your own network, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's true. We'll we'll have that. Yeah, we like, were gonna do the Kings of the Rings network, and then you slipped in and were like, "Stop right there!" Like, oh, nay, nay. Well, I was like, "All right, I'm I'm gonna do my own anyway." <laughs> and here, here we are, in biggest podcast solutions. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I still have to come on your show. Congratulations on your show. I see the clips on Facebook. It looks phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, I do. It's, I do so them, much fun. I do them. I put them everywhere. They're everywhere, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have taken. I took that idea and I really did run with it. Like, I remember, Ants, I remember pitching you while I was doing laundry. I was like, listen, Ants, like, what we got at Wrestle Activator was amazing, but the problem is everything's on one feed. And you were just like, I get it, but that's not my vision. And I go, go, yeah. motherfucker, just put all me right. right in my place. <laughs> well, and I was like, all right. And I was like, all right, fair I, enough. You're in charge. Yeah. And, and you know what? At the end of the day, it was the vision was to, we weren't going to be on the same feed because. I wanted the attention to be on the shows that we were trying to grow. Mm -hmm. When you get to a certain point, and this is what happened with, with us and the, the network we used to be on. 
we grew past the other people. Yeah. No disrespect. No, yeah, correct. Then I wanted to have my own identity. I didn't want to be Anthony from this network. I wanted to be Anthony from Rant with Ant. Mm. I wanted to have my own identity. And eventually you grow to that point. And that was my goal for for Wrestle Attic Radio is bring everybody in. You guys grow together. And then I know eventually people get big and they branch out. And yeah. then you bring someone in to fill that void. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. that was my mm-hmm. vision was to piggyback off each other, really streamline content because God forbid if somebody say somebody like um, Jeff show, let's say, and they're like, Jeff shows great. And then the next day they get pinged for Kings of the ring and they've never listened to Kings of the ring, but now mm-hmm. they did. And now mm-hmm. you have a new listener, vice yeah. versa. You know what I mean? Yeah, to, you no, know, a thousand the fourth percent. Fourth wall, bam! Like there, it, it that that was the vision. The vision was because when you get to a certain point, people only want to hear your show. Yeah, like we, exactly. We did the Who Got Next and Rant with Ant thing, and Who Got Next was pulling good numbers, but people were like didn't want to get notified. So Who Got Next had to get their own feed events. Like it yeah. was. It was like, I, I, and I get that point, right? Because I, I follow a lot of networks. I'm like, I don't care if fucking Conan has a new show. I don't care. <laughs> exactly. But, you know. Exactly. It, it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard to like, because there have been networks I've listened to. It's just like, you know, some of like three of the four shows are amazing. Yeah. That fourth one, you're just like, I would rather have three individual feeds of the three individuals so I can say, fuck this other person. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you just you feel know, bad at that point. Yeah, it works both ways, though. I mean, you're a th- I think you're a thousand percent correct with the idea of branching off and mm-hmm. um, filling that spot. Because the network it's can like have a, a dis- network can have too many shows. I think you're a thousand percent spot on on that. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not a disrespecting. It's just like you use you use people's talent to help people grow. Like yeah, yeah. What you do like, and I was always big on trying to give back and and. You know, if uh, the gift of podcast, God, I fucking love Mance so much. Oh, Shout out to man. Mance, right? Yeah, um, my God. But like that show, they had me on and they popped a big number for them. And then people started listening. And that's all I wanted to do. I, 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 yeah. I never looked at myself as like, oh, I'm going to be a draw. I'm going to, I was just like, hey, I've, been at the two two to ten viewership thing. Let's help. <laughs> yeah. Let's help everybody break that because, you know, I remember Brandon McIntyre bought the first WrestleMania shirt. Like I remember all that, and it's always yeah. that's always stuck with me. Is you got to remember where you're from, and that's when Rant with Ann failed. Is when I, you know, that gala was funny because that was supposed to be a kickoff party, and it ended up being the grand Send finale. Up. Yeah, the grand finale of 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 Act One, if you will, right? Yeah. And um, we tried to bring bring back Rant Foundation. There's just not the passion there. And and Elite POV brought it back at a time when I needed it after my brother passed. I really um mm-hmm. I needed it, right? I needed to to channel it. And luckily AEW had Punk two three months after that, and mm-hmm. it brought me all the way back in. But then with moving and new careers and I'm like trying to get back into health so my fucking kids can grow up with a dad. I started playing basketball on Thursday nights and I'm like, I need to do priorities. And right now, podcasting is not one. It's, it's listen, we shout out to all the Elite POV listeners. We love you. 
Thank you for the Patreon. We can't wait to go to All Out and hang out with people. I'll still be there. But I can't I can't dedicate my life, you know, to streaming Sunday, doing yeah. this Monday, doing this Wednesday, doing this Thursday. I got to dedicate my life to the two little girls in there before anything. And then I have to dedicate my life to keep my life healthy enough to be there for them. So that was kind of my mindset on that mentally and physically. Don't drain out. Don't come home tired. It's, it's exhausting. You guys know podcasting is fucking, it's fucking exhausting. It's a lot. It's so much. There is days you come on and you're like, I don't want to fucking do this right now. And and guess what? They always end up being the best shows. Yeah. It's, 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 it's it's weird. Like I, I tell us a lot, uh, the story a lot. Like I I did radio 10 in the morning on a Sunday and I can't tell many times I came up a hungover, but as soon as that mic's hot, it's just, this energy is just, it's just, always there it's never done me wrong there's been times i've come home from work and it's like i don't want to fucking do this wrestling podcast that boop, 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 and it's, it's just a light bulb in my brain i see ricky it's game over yeah yeah and that's it's about loving who you and that's i've been blessed i always loved who i did it with yeah. always loved who i did it with but you had isa and i yeah <laughs> and that kept us alive for for that kept rant with Anne alive for a while yeah yeah um I just saw, I saw at that time, and, and Josh Lopez, shout out to him, did my my interview, and I basically shit on everything. I was so, I listened back to him, like, God damn, like, I was so miserable. I was just, I hated it. I hated the idea of it, right? But one thing I can say is, like, that was healing, right? I had to do that. And then I see Fretz mm-hmm. mention I took four months off of not podcasting after podcasting for six years. And I came back with something called the five second rule, AKA the rant. And it was just a general topic, three friends talking podcast. We made fake commercials. It was <laughs> the f- most fun thing in the world. It rejuvenated me. It re it gave me the energy to create again. Um, and then we got to host the Wrestle Podcast Awards. And I think that was a once in a lifetime thing. That was I pretty that. cool. And that I was, was so in, much fun. I wasn't even in <laughs> wrestling podcasts. <laughs> I just made fun of all these wrestling things because I'm like, listen, I need to do something to channel. It was me kind of channeling my disdain for wrestling while yeah. still hosting a wrestling podcast <laughs> when I was in a very weird place in my life. So, um, it's, it's the journey is fucking awesome. And, you know, I have it tattooed on me. It's, it's one of the most important journeys of my life. Cause it really did save me and, and help, you know, make me who I am. I mean, Phil's still my best friend. I talk to Phil every fucking day. Like he was a listener of Ram with him. That's how I met Phil. Like, mm. to me, you know, that's how, that's how, that's how, how I met, met Ricky. Ricky. <laughs> Dude, Dave. <laughs> So it's literally like, I don't know. It, it's just, it's, it's the coolest thing that this microphone has granted us lifelong friendships that, yeah, man. you know, like I, I haven't been in wrestling podcast, you know, like I haven't been in it. Like I haven't been a host since rant with Ann, right? I wasn't the host of elite POV. I wasn't the face of it. Mm-hmm. for a while and for you guys to say hey aunt come back on that meant a lot to me because it showed that 
I still had a little bit of influence in like some shit in the wrestling world. Hey, you had, you had a big influence on us, man. I mean, Kay, I don't know if you can speak, but Kay, do you remember the first time you met Ant and what your impression was? Because I know Ant's impression of you. I know he was very high on you, Kay. Um, I remember that you think evolution, and I just remember you really loved the Bella Twins. Yes. <laughs> and you were bailing people. Yes, I was. Yes, because oh my I have, god, oh my, I have, forgot about that. I have ADHD, and I will. Bail, I was bailing <laughs> random motherfuckers. <laughs> you were bailing people, and I was in the Jeff Hardy uh, dance. Oh, that Jeff Hardy I, dance is so I have, bad. I have the video of it somewhere. I, do, I love Jeff Hardy. Dance. I love. We gotta put it up on our YouTube video. page, dude. Because I was, yeah. I was that was yeah. Halloween weekends. And I, I, I wore my Macho Man Randy Savage costume for like three days in a row. I, I wore I wore the Macho Man Halloween pants over my sweatpants because it was hilarious. I'm pretty sure that was my 30th birthday weekend. Maybe it not. It was. It was. Or maybe it was. it was my 31st. I remember you guys singing to me. Yeah, we, we, we went to brunch and then oh, yeah. I had them bring That's out like a cake. Right. We did go to brunch. Yes, yeah. which was I'm super so fun. That brunch was lit as fuck. Was so fucking bad, though. The food was great. <laughs> Compliments to the chef. Um, yes, definitely. Compliments to the chef. It, it, that, it was, that was a fun time. I, for, I forgot about bailing people. I really did. I, um, that's something that'll stay in my mind forever. You're just walking around and just bailing people for no reason. And then yeah. I walked into work on Monday and got fired. What a day. I got let go. I got let go. I didn't get fired. Well, I got fired. Yeah, that's firing. That, that's yeah, firing. I got fired, but it wasn't Quite like something wrong. Fired. Yeah. It wasn't a malicious letting correct. go. Right, correct. It wasn't a malicious firing. The uh, the gala was so fun. Oh, so fucking stressful with the food thing. Motherfuckers, dude. Yeah. Nobody, nobody had hoagie trays? Like, what? <laughs> Where do we in bullshit do you live? Like... <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it was it was pretty wild. But like the, the big thing that I think that stuck out for me, especially when we finally talked to you about joining, you know, the network right before our hundredth episode, I know it was a big concern of Will's as well because we were on the mindset like, okay, we're joining the network. There's probably going to be standards and stuff that we need to kind of stick to because you know it's not just us anymore. We can't just do whatever we want. Yeah. And you literally said, "Don't change a thing. I like you guys the way you are." Yep. And that was and sold. sold. That was yeah. sold for me as well. Um, that was absolutely sold. And we, we can't really thank you enough for giving us that opportunity to join and to, you know, pretty much learn under your growing tree uh, per se and, you know, pick your brains and stuff. And we wanted to acknowledge you for yeah, uh, ask, the ask, impact. Can I ask one more question? Yeah, go right ahead. No, yeah, so, listen, if you, if you, I can stay on a little bit. I'm, I'm watching I'm watching uh, AEW and Jericho just cut a 20-minute promo, so I'm staying on. I'm good. Amazing. <laughs> so, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't want to just tell us where you were January 6th, buddy. Come on. <laughs> um, I was watching on the news at work, wild. Um, but I, I, I don't want to forget to ask about Dave because that would be a disservice to Dave because Dave was always a huge part of this podcast. And Ant, you and, da- you and Dave had a very, very special relationship as he had with me. Me and Dave, yeah. I say I say this all the time to people whenever someone asks about Dave. You have you can count your best friends on one hand. It just so happens Dave's the middle finger. And that's the yeah. perfect way to put it. I fucking I love Dave. But hey, fucking Dave. Dave. Is, um... So man, just talk to me about your relationship with Dave. 
Dave, I'm just, I'm just, I'm proud of. I know he's. I think he's. I don't know where he's at. I think he's in some. He's concert. in Jersey. Is he? No, I thought he was at some fucking party thing, wasn't he? He graduated from Holy Ship. I know that's what I thought. No, he's <laughs> he's in Europe right now at Tomorrowland. There oh, he's at Tomorrowland. Okay, so, Tomorrowland. but Dave, yeah. man, like, Fucking first Dave. off, to be that vulnerable about yeah traumatic events <laughs> and the journey, and to be um, a form of inspiration to people. When we did the "This Is Me" episode, it literally mm-hmm. blew up. Yeah. It blew up. And he deserved that moment because for you to be vulnerable and come out of the shell and, and just be you like people like keep wrestling real was our motto. And like, he kept it real and went deeper and deeper than we ever thought he would. And I saw, not only did I see a great interview, I saw healing. Like I saw him Mm -hmm. and heard him physically healing as he was talking about it, you know, like it was a relief for him to talk about it. And uh, I, I, my admiration grew there. And I got to actually see Dave uh, February in Atlantic City for, mm. for Dynamite. I actually saw Dave. <laughs> um, and and he, we've been to shows. My dad loves Dusty Dave. Yeah. He's, he's one of the sweetest souls you'll ever meet. So yeah, Dave, Dave's the man. I love Dave. Mm-hmm. I fucking love Dave. Yeah, we, we do fucking love him. Without Dave, the show doesn't exist. Correct. Point blank period. Yeah, Dave, Dave's the fucking man. I love Dave. Dave saved yep. the show. But, but, then, but then again, also, and without you, I don't think the, the sh- our show evolves to the, to a status that, that it is. Uh, that is today where we're thinking about doing different things and trying to reinvent ourselves and trying to be as creative as possible and also kind of, you know, now taking the leads as the helm of Rustatic Radio and giving that opportunity to other shows as well and trying to help them out as much as possible. It all comes from you and the influence that you are uh, really giving us. So we wanted to acknowledge you in a, in a way that's going to be more so a little bit everlasting. So it is my honor as the host, as you had always wanted me to be i know you mentioned that to me privately beforehand as the host sorry well it's all good i'm not first mic anymore for a reason yeah as as the host (laughs) of kings of the rings podcast it's my honor uh my duty and and, uh my privilege to announce to my friend anthony de stefano that kings of rings podcast is inducting you as the ironically the third member of the Kings of the Rings podcast Hall of Fame. There you go. That's awesome. Thank you. I made it, Mom. Can I give an acceptance speech? Yes, please, the, the, please, the floor is yours. Guys, I just want to say thank you to Kings of the Ring and anybody else in the wrestling content world. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Short and sweet, I love it. I love it. I, I'm glad that you're the third person because you always loved that I was the third man of the Kings of the Rings podcast. Yes, third man. Third, third man. Dude. Yo, Ricky was like, I don't want to be caught that. I said, that's too fucking bad. Anyway, it's, it's a thing now. Yo, Dave, no, Dave, that's right. Ricky really was insulted. <laughs> because, like, we'd always be like, the third man. Like, we loved it. It's like, I fucking hate it. Well, yeah. It was either that or Keith Lee. <laughs> Yeah, I like the third man better than Keith Lee. I think Keith Lee's disrespectful. It's like, hey, you're black. You look like Keith Lee. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried making Ricky Ortiz stick, and that didn't go nowhere. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, you tried I to call him King Ricky Ortiz. Dude, my first, am, my first impression of Dave was like, this motherfucker looks like David Ortiz. Yo, first off, he can say he hated it. 
But when we were at SummerSlam and we did the live show and he said the third man and the whole room went, third man! He felt like, some felt type like, of way. like a five-second delay. I was like, we practiced this, guys. He felt some type of way. He felt like he, he made it then. I still I still have a makeshift sign that one of you bastards made. Oh, it's me, yeah. <laughs> that said, like, what is it? It's out for Kings of the Rings or something. Like and you couldn't even see it. We had to, like, <laughs> oh, production was so fucking hard. <laughs> Yeah, really so bad. So yes, you are our you are gonna be our, our third in um installment into our Hall of Fame. The first is Dusty Dave, the second was Canadian Superfan Danny Nolan, and the third is you one of our biggest influences ever in the podcast world, Mr. Anthony Thank you guys. I'm super proud of you guys. So thank you. Thank you for everything, guys. It's been it's been fun and sorry I couldn't talk about Brock Lesnar first Roman Reigns chapter forty six and a half. Um Tonight, but officially chapter nine. I don't know what chapter we're on. <laughs> I, I watched WrestleMania this year. I did. I was there. It was, it was a fun show. time. I thought it was incredible. It was very fun. Yeah. Um. I'll never do WrestleMania again because the New York you one. Never go. I'm pretty sure I'm still sitting there watching, uh, waiting for Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch. <laughs> um. That's how long that show is. I'm pretty. I sure will I'm tell you, two, two days makes it a lot more palatable. Yeah, I am going to All Out. All Out is in Chicago at the Now Arena. Tony Khan, Tony, I know you're doing coke right now. Listen, buddy, <laughs> buddy, as you bump this line, realize that you could have sold out a 20,000-seat venue and instead you did 11 again. You cost yourself another million-dollar gate. It yeah. could have been $2 million. It's going to be $1 million now. And now people like me probably won't be able to get tickets because I have a life and I can't fucking sit there and click away all day. And the scalpers <laughs> are going to charge me you know, $700 to come see your show, so I'm not coming anymore. Fair enough. Fair, fair. Fair enough. So yes. Well, Moxley and Takechka's wrestling right now. That's a fun one. Ooh, that is a fun one. That's a fun one. But it's, we're not talk, We're not going to talk too much about wrestling right now. We are here for, obviously, our tell-all 300 episode, The Dark Side of the Kings. You're welcome, everybody. Uh, we are going to be spilling all the tea. We have questions that were submitted from various other wrestling podcasts that we've worked with, down for the county, all-female wrestling podcast, as well as the Smack and the Brawl podcast. And did you know we were on Pornhub a couple of months ago? Were you? Oh, shit, I forgot that. Okay. Yeah, we, we, we did a podcast on Pornhub. <laughs> at, yeah, like there's two a, in the, at like 2 in the morning. There's a podcast called Smackin' It Raw, and somehow they were able to get their podcast stream on Pornhub, and now they can save up a number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. That's fucking unbelievable. I started <laughs> Only Ants. Oh. <laughs> Damn, that's a fucking genius idea. So when we did the five second rule, um, we did a, uh, a March Fapness tournament about uh, like sixty four porn stars, and we were talking about how they penetrated and everything. Um, <laughs> we broke it down in sports terms. That's thorough. Yeah. I love it. And me and Phil kept picking the Hispanic women. <laughs> and Kyle and Brad kept picking the white blonde bitches. Nice. And I was like, we just kept splitting the vote. And we're like, we really need a fifth person here. <laughs> okay, so let's get into our first question while you're on the shot, because I think this is very relevant, because this also happened around the Galatoo, and I know you have a lot of concerns. So this question does come from hashtag Mr. Frex, and he wanted a two-part question. He said, why did you guys do quote, 
the word. And do you think it affected the podcast negatively? So who wants to take this? Will, me or you? Uh, what was the first part? Why did we do the work? Why did we do the work? So at first it was a shoot. Like that was yes. that was a shoot. So we shot ourselves into a work and then with ourselves Brother. and then worked ourselves into a shoot with the audience. <laughs> that's that's just what happens. And I do think it was a mistake. And I honestly I do regret it. I told you that was a mistake from the fucking get-go. I said that was a mistake from the get-go. Yeah. As time goes by, that was a huge mistake. Because what I said is, I get why you're doing it, and while it looks fun, online appearance is everything. Yeah. So if someone misses that it was, you know, like a work or whatever it was, then they have a negative connotation about how you guys were talking to each other. Like if you were talking to your co-host like that, how are you going to talk to other people? And that's why I was like, that whole thing is going to blow up. Yeah. Uh, but the shortest version of why do we need to work is A, because we could. Because um, when we, when when it did happen, what ended up happening was we had that argument on um, me, Will, and about, Dave. I think it was um, about Saudi Arabia. Okay, yeah, because what happened was. It was top tier talent. Or was it top tier talent? It was a top tier talent argument. It was a top tier talent argument, and you misconstrued what Dave had, what I had said, because you thought we were calling you racist, and I said what you said could be construed as racism. Yeah, Dave, Dave and that's called me racist like three times, and I was like, all right, absolutely. That's when I was like, I, I, legit, I legitimately flipped the lid. I legitimately yeah, quit the, the question, podcast early. And it was just but pissed. the question I have is, why are you racist? <laughs> Everyone's racist. And you, you should have been here last week for Is It Racist? Oh my God. Oh, so and much wrestling pretty much checks that box. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then what ended up happening was just by, we, I mean, everything was settled like a couple of days afterwards. Um, and then what ended up happening was that Will had a work event to go to. So then, like, it was me and Dave going to do a show, and then Will said, I'm like, oh, he was like, you guys, can you guys cover for me? I was like, yeah, well, just say you're still mad about the events of last week. Okay, cool, whatever. And so we kind of just ran with that, and then, like, after the show, I kind of was talking to Dave, and then I talked to Will, I was like, hmm, I was like, maybe we can turn this into something. Like, could we, could we actually do this? And then we kind of put our heads together, and we're like, yeah, let's do this, and then... Yeah. That this is this is from my outside. This is from like the leadership standpoint when I'm watching the yeah. show unfold, right? I'm like bad idea because the negative connotation thing. But I'm like, but then what happens when someone is really leaving the show? And like two months later, someone left yeah. the show. Yeah, that was <laughs> so, those. Yeah, I really those two things have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> really yeah. Bad yeah. yeah. So like when I, I'm like. Listen, I wasn't trying to be like the the uh, the boss or anything, but it was like yeah. I've seen this shit happen before, mm-hmm. I, and I was just trying to warn you guys. And but, you know, but that's the thing—you had the freedom to do what you wanted. You did it. It's a part of your history. It was a bull yeah. move. It was a bull move. This, it, this, it didn't I, work. I, this didn't work. Yeah, I will. I, I do, even though you know, kind of just backfired and piss a lot of people off. Like uh, Christina still doesn't talk to us. <laughs> we almost lost Fretz. Fretz literally almost like 
defriended all of us, and we were never going to talk to him again. Wade loved it. You know why Wade loved it? Because Wade got worked in real life and he appreciated the art. Yeah, we so we tried you, working you, on the internet. That was our biggest mistake. Yeah, We tried yeah, to work on the internet. <laughs> yeah, what, what you probably didn't know, Anne, is that so we, we do this whole work and then I ended up like AKA taking over a show and doing like the new Kings of Dreams podcast, which is still the greatest <laughs> logo of all time. That my makeshift logo from Daniel Bryan inspiration. Oh. And so what ends up happening is that we all have previously bought tickets to the Evolve Indie show in Queens, me, Will, and Dave. So we have to like, now we have to plan, like, we have to make a public appearance and we don't know who's going to show up. So we got to have to bluff this. So what ended up happening is I think Will and I went to the first show. Yeah, so yeah, the shine, the wet shine. We went to the all women show, we went to the shine show together. No one was there, so we were able to kind of BS. And then Dave shows up, and then all people are showing up for Evolve. And what ends up happening is I, I was, I'm, I was kind of planning out what the hell I was going to do. Someone just a Wade shows up. So I cut Wade off at the pass. And so I start chatting up Wade and everything. And Wade is totally sold on this whole thing. And so now we got to keep an image. So we're also, it's me and Dave sitting together. But Dave is in between myself and Will. And so anytime we need to talk to the upper one, we talk through Dave. So no one who could have even seen us had an idea that we were like still a unit because it looked like we were, it looked like we were still feuding. And it, it was even to the point where we all left in different directions from the venue. Yeah, you guys, you guys were waiting, you guys were waiting for lines, like uh, merchandise or signatures. And I just left to catch a train. I just yeah. left like I was like fuck this. And then I ended up I ended up leaving Dave a couple of minutes or so later, so like no one could tell that like we were kind of still in cahoots with the whole thing. So yeah, talk about living the gimmick. We had to, and then and, and then he's especially with uh, Kay at the time. You being a member of the infamous Valkyrie at the time, where they all three out of four of you tried to contact us separately to see if we got our story straight, which was kind of wild. In <laughs> Very, very wild, but it, it, it did kind of work. I remember Danny hit me up. I was like, what's going on? And I kind of had to half-ass explain it. And she's like, oh, I think everything will be fine. I was like, yeah, I'm sure everything will be okay. And then I stopped talking to her, and then I went and cut, like, my skating promo against Will to open up one of the shows. God, that was great. Well, did you say that, Huh? Did I text you about it? I think you no. texted Dave. Uh, Nikki, Nikki talked to Will. Nikki, did. Nikki talked to Will. You talked to Dave. Christina God, that was coordinated guys. by all you guys? I didn't know that. My favorite thing about Dave, here's another Dave memory. Yeah. We went to uh, the Joey Janela show spring break because it was Riddle's last show. Dave knows Riddle is my friend, right? Mm-hmm. I guess Dave forgets. <laughs> because... <laughs> After the show, Riddle has a line of like 30 people, and I just walk to the side of it, and I give Riddle a hug, and Dave's like, can I get a shirt? And Riddle's like, yeah, here's a shirt, here's this, here's an autograph, whatever, here, here, here. Dave looked like a kid in a candy store, but he looked so concerned that people were going to yell at us. That's what Dave was like. Whenever we're cutting the line. Yeah, and that's I'm like, Dave. Yeah, but like, because we cut the line, he's like, we just cut the line. I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck about these people. Like, Riddle told us to come talk to him. Like, and I think, like, saw me pointed and said, Come here. And Dave's like, Oh, oh I'm like, Dave, come with me, dude. Just shut up. 
<laughs> nice guy, Dave. That should have been his gimmick. Oh. Dave was the man of a thousand gimmicks. He probably was nice that day for a while. Nice guy, Dave. So, yeah, I know his birthday was Oh, I will never forget when we went to Access with you, Dave, and we had to go to the fucking post office. <laughs> oh my god! All of them. I got my friend Charles there, who works for UPS, and told him everything that he had to do to get his stuff back to his place on time. Shout um, out to Charles. Shout out to Charles, by the way. Let's move on to another question that we have here from one of our uh, people. Let's see. Let's do it. Since we've stopped talking about the work, finally, we're putting that to bed. Um, Let's see. We have a question. (laughs) Here's a good one. Uh, Question, I think, is from Mr. Kurt or somebody. It says, what are your true feelings about Slack? Ah, fuck. I have to be honest now. Slack. (laughs) <laughs> he remembers. I don't know him. I don't care. Slack, <laughs> dude. I don't know, man. That kid's a that kid's a, that kid's a character, man. He's probably on think on day five of trying to get Mary out of strength so I'll recognize him on the same time because I've been following, I'm not gonna lie. Um but yeah, follow Slack's TikTok. It's 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 a sight and a half. Uh, but Slack was was our first ever fan to send us a fan video. Um, so that, that was is that true. was probably really that, that was, was so funny. That was before episode one hundred. He sent us a fan video, and then we Will and I just shit on it, roasted him, <laughs> just burned him alive. <laughs> yeah, we. Burns him alive. It's like I don't know why show or something. Like, he didn't know the name of something. Oh, he didn't know who we were. He didn't know like our names. Like, you guys, he didn't know our names. Like one of you guys that runs the stream. I'm like, how do you not know this? Um, it's and like so we saying, you know nothing about us. Yeah, hot guys. Um, and he he stuck around through all the shit that we gave him. He was our punching bag. A lot of the time, we always have him on at least once a year to celebrate his birthday, even though it's always a different time of the year. Uh, Slack. His I real was, birthday was the other day. I don't care. Um, we, <laughs> <laughs> also, happy birthday, Slack. I'm sorry, I forgot. I only know because I saw your reposting of your girlfriend on your show. Yeah, his, his next appearance is going to be our SummerSlam Go Home show. We're calling it Summer Slack, of course. Um, and my true feelings on Slack, I know he found the show through uh, Super Super Canadian fan Eddie Nolan. Um, I really have nothing against like I actually think he's an intelligent dude. Um, and he knows his wrestling, he knows his and he actually looks pretty well for the most part. He's just he's just slacked. Everybody just has that punching bag from time to time, and Slack just happens to be the show's punching bag. But I have nothing really against him whatsoever. I love yeah, I love great. his sport about it. He is a good sport. That's the best part. He is a good yeah. sport about it. You know who's great, though? Mr. Slack. Oh, his dad? That is true. Slack's dad. You will love it, Sam. We had Slack's dad on randomly on a pre-show, and we were blown away. What a guy. What the fuck is happening? That was amazing. <laughs> Fucking like, podcasting and your dad Slack's dad on. We had Slack on just to do, like, sound check and everything, and Slack's like, oh, you want to meet my dad? And we're like, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Those Canadians are really not. <laughs> Canadians are the fucking best, aren't they? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. No idea. Absolutely amazing. They're nice. And I'm such like, like a piece of shit. They make me feel really bad about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, I really suck as a person. 
Like yeah. Kyle apologizes for nothing all the time. Is Kyle Canadian? <laughs> yes, and I'm, I never apologize for anything. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah, so I, my cousin's like, I, my two cousins like, this cool dude. And I, I obviously, I, we've said this before, Scott needs to be on the side of radio at some point, but I'm just tired of having one man shows. Yeah. One multiple people shows. Yeah. So that's just like, if you can find a co host, by all means, you're in. Well, <laughs> he's a part of our community. I wouldn't trade him for anything. I am too. I wouldn't trade Slack. He is, he is, like I said, he's a, it's always good to have intelligent wrestling fans on your side. They're a few and far between. There, if you um, all right, here's another question. But this comes from Matt. This will be my last question. This will be all oh, we gotta make this one good then. Okay, okay. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. You want to be you want scandalous? Yeah, I scandalous questions. I have scandalous as well, and probably is something that I'm gonna have to take to Helmo. Um, if we're really gonna dive in, good thing I have this wine with me so. This question says, what happened between you and the Valkyrie, specifically Danny Nolan, a.k.a. Super Canadian fan, also known as she, who shall not be named, elaborate on the show? Kate, are you all right? I have the answer. Fuck everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So, from your perspective, what did happen to the Valkyrie? I mean, from my perspective, like, we just like so at least on my part, like, we just like, stop talking like the group chat just like, stopped one day. And there's no like bad blood or fighting or anything, it's kind of died. Yeah, that's very true. It's a shame because not all of you guys met each other, which was always going to be one of my goals. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so close, so close. I think Danny got the closest of me. No, Danny and Nikki got the closest, dude. No, Nikki's. No, I think Nikki has met everybody. Yes. Nikki's met everybody, but no, not, none of the other, none of the other three met, the, met each other. I think what really killed the Valkyrie, well, number one, the Valkyrie was created off of this weird mechanization that I came in my head while I was watching Thor Ragnarok. Um, and I was like, hmm, Valkyrie swore to protect the throne. Oh, I can run with this. And at the, <laughs> and at the time, you guys were all listening to the show and commenting or for example, I was like, let's just put them all together. And the initial idea was like, I want you guys to have your own podcast for a radio, like an all-female podcast talking about wrestling. Like, how fucking dope would that be? Um, and then now we also start popping out of nowhere um, these days, which is great. Um, and it just never came to be. You guys have friendships for it, from it, and and everything. And I think what really killed the Valkyrie, besides the fact that you guys don't talk about, I think the work really fucked it up. Because yeah. then it just split everybody. It split everybody, and everybody kind of, you know, subsequently took sides. Um, now, if you want to move on, as I take a sip to see your zombie name, aka Danny Ellen. Twitter, not a black street for KFTR, which I still do to this day. And, you know, you just end up meeting people and talking to them. That's how we met a bunch of people uh, that became fans of us. And there's a friend found us on the stream once. And we were streaming through Facebook. That's when there's a friend found us. Only Facebook. Yeah, only Facebook. And I don't know how you did that to the same friends. Um, yes, apartment. Yes, tight room. Yeah, right. So, yeah. So, Danny and us, uh, we get to talking, and 
and I never would have heard wrestling intelligence as a female, and also as a, as a female more so than anything. Um, and she was in Canada and all this stuff, and I just, like, it was like, she should be on the show. This is when I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm totally implied. So I'm like, all right, you're good, you're wrestling. We should have you on the show because you have good insight. Let's put you on the show. All of, all of my next stuff. And then, like, after a while, you can't talk about wrestling all day, which, which is, uh, you know, so we get to actually get to know each other um, to the point where, long story short, we, there were real feelings involved. We were romantically tied to each other for a considerable amount of time to the point where uh, I went to visit her in Canada for a weekend. She came down here uh, for a week. Um, and I remember before going to Canada, I, I, um, I read Will and Dave saying I was leaving the show. God. Wow. <laughs> that, that was a work. <laughs> That, that I was so scared. I ripped them sound like, guys, this is my last show. I'm leaving. I'm going to Canada. And then Will got it later. And they was like, what's going on, guys? And Will's like, I'll see you later. I was, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we, it, it's, 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 there. yeah, right. And it's the crazy thing. Like, it's one thing, you know, you have these connections with people online on Twitter. Um, and you're seeing people through screens and stuff like that. That have also that same connection. Um, when you meet in person, was also something that really enamored me there and really like kind of blew my mind uh, about something. We had this connection. We were very tight for We never dated. Um, and then towards the end of her time here uh, in New York, because she was here for a week, things kind of did go to shit. Um, in epic fashion, which I won't really go into too much detail with on the podcast. Uh, Kate knows the stories I told Kate offline. Um, it's pretty epic and pretty disastrous in and of itself. So that's how she became. She, she used to not be named um, for a while because I was pissed and I was petty and I was really upset and I was really hurt to the point where I was really in a deep dark depression for a while and the only thing that was keeping me functional on a week to week basis was doing this podcast like Will says once that mic turns on that energy hits and I can be King Ricky Rose and I can just talk with shit and I can just talk about wrestling and not have to worry about any of this other shit that's going on in my mind uh, for at least an hour hour and a half um, and so that's why a lot of the time and, and a lot of side stuff we do when I would prefer to be excuse or not be made um, and things were so epically bad uh, between us that we didn't talk about what happened to us for three years. Wow. Three years. We only, we would talk to each other and it would always be about wrestling. Because wrestling was the same for Wrestling was the same topic. It didn't talk about, we didn't talk about what happened to each other to us for, th- for three years. I remember that day. It was later day. Uh, Later in 2020 or something like that, where we had where we hashed things out for the first time, we're in a better place now than where it's obviously not the same because she's obviously engaged to somebody who we've never acknowledged. Um, but that's another story for another time. Um, but we being able to finally talk about like as adults and getting everything out there as need the difference. I know I can always count her stuff, and she's always one of those people that can always be like, "Hey, I'm having a little with this," and she. She, she gets me, and that's why I like having her around, is there's somebody there, but even though we're not romantically involved right now, that I know there's somebody who understands me, and that's always a positive thing to have, whether you're with them or not. You have somebody who understands you, you have someone that you can be like, I have an issue, 
what am I missing or things like that. So that is specifically what happened again. She is still around. We did obviously have her back on. She is part of the Hall of Fame um, and everything like that. But that's kind of the longer story of what happened with Nanny. And she yeah, I came in third to someone who you almost dated, got fucked over by, wouldn't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Because she was on the show, she was our first super fan. And our first Dave. So congratulations, <laughs> you're in great company. <laughs> she, she, she started bringing people onto the show. It's like that's when we were like, oh crap, we have somebody who follows us. Because she was like, me. Yeah. Yes. First fan. She is our official first fan. She yeah, is, she's she the first. first ever podcast fan. Like, the yeah. first ever fan of the podcast. That's, that's yeah. when I knew I made it. There's <laughs> one person. That's, that's <laughs> when I knew it. I knew it's all worth it. Yeah, so that, that, is, the, that is the Danny story. For, for, that's the Danny story that you guys will know about. It'll be in more detail probably off air. Anybody wants to really know. I'm impressed that you shared all of that. Thank you for sharing it with us today. Don't thank me. Thank you. I, I love caps out that way. Wow. Sorry, it means I pull out my caps or voice. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's well, 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 no, well, okay, coming from you, you know the story, because I've all seen yeah. the story. It, 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 you know, it is I, just, I did not expect that to happen right now. I'm very high. I said we are telling all in the 300th episode, and this is our tell-all. We're not holding anything back. I haven't told shit. Well, we did have, we did find out that you were a homie hopper since 7th grade, and we did know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling shit. Read my biography. <laughs> <laughs> I have homies my last, I have hopped my last homie. You have hopped your last homie. Alright, so are, 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 you, are you leaving us I have to. I, I have to. I've been literally sitting in my own. I, my, I feel like a wrestling fan. I've been sitting in my own sweat for like four hours. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. Um, But congratulations, guys. You have a great team. Listen, I, I will always make time for you guys. You let me know when. And uh, anytime it's not about wrestling, I can probably keep up. But. Um, <laughs> You guys, you guys are killing it. Keep, keep doing what you're doing. Keep growing. Keep the rest of alive. And I love you guys. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Thanks, We're going to have to exchange some information because you're going to get some Hall of Fame merchandise from us so you can put up in your man cave in your basement. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I've never been to a Hall of Fame before. You made your own Hall of Fame now. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. So, do I get kicked out for gambling or anything? Or are we cool? No, you're not. No, we're not. I'm over here. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good one. See you then. Hey. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ramp and himself and Stephen. That was a fun guy. Great guy. Great guy to have. Great guy to have. So, yeah, now he'll be divulging to my shit. Who's <laughs> oh, next, baby? Who's on next? Um, who's the one? Who's the one? Who's number one? Here's a guy with an open-ended question. What would you be doing if you didn't start this podcast? Wow. If you weren't, if, if, if you weren't doing things, what would you do? I'd probably, I'd probably be doing something for some of the bars, making extra money, to be honest with you at this point. But 
even if I like words you have never podcasted, I don't fucking know. Yeah, we we, 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 we make Ant Box is black and not just in kind of like smirking at us. I kind of like him smirking at us. It's really creeping me out. What else are we doing? I think I think I would deserve this podcast. You know, when, mm. when I started this podcast, I always I, I was just looking for an excuse to do a podcast. Right? Things most a lot of things in podcasting is generally my idea. I you know I built a whole company off of my ideas. But King Link's podcast was not my idea. It was Christian's idea. The name, the logo, and design were all my idea, but the idea to start the podcast was not my idea. Yeah. So I think if I didn't have this, I would have come up with something eventually. Like, it's inevitable. My life is podcasting. It just it is what it is. Okay, what else are I definitely would have been focused more on music because I've fallen out of that in recent years. Yeah, I remember your first episode on you played the ukulele for us. Yes. Yeah, I, <laughs> I played it some commercials as well. But I like I'm trying to get back into it. I purposely took my acrylics off so I can play ukulele again. There you it. go. And it feels very therapeutic music. I really want to get back into like singing. I went to I was Dylan and I was gonna see Wicked on Friday and it very much cleansed my spirit. I miss singing, so I wanna like in general, I in general wanna get back into that more, but I definitely would have written an EP by now. I would have been playing shows more regularly and trying to tour and doing all that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably just be making extra money working out a bar during streaming and extra sunshine. Who knows? That's how we do it. Um, here's another question. Let's move on. Who has been your favorite guest on the podcast? Not a lot of That's a great question. You have a lot of guests. You have a good list. Um, no, but I can tell you all. I can tell you a lot more stuff. And obviously, we've had rants. Yeah, all of Valkyrie. All of Valkyrie. I've been on at least once. Uh, we had Smiley, who we met in New Orleans, mm-hmm. was also was also amazing. Wow, we were, were doing something here. Like when a fan wanted to meet us in May, it was like a big deal for us. Smiley was um, a good one. She was great. Smiley. Was I great. think that I'm technically your favorite guest host in this entire thing. I mean, we did Eddie Kingston was an interview. He wasn't actually part of the show. Threats. Um, we had Brian Idol was on the show for real. For Brian real. Idol was fun. Uh, Josh Briggs was on the show for real. For real. PB Smooth has been on the show. AJ Skywalker has been on the show. Um, oh, Maddie Fish. Maddie Fish is the best guest. <laughs> Matt, I'm Fish sorry, Maddie Fish is the best guest. Oh my god, that guy was cracking me up. And then we had his friends. Remember we had his friend, him and his friends with Dave, he's like a tournament or something? Oh, no, that was, that was, that was Nate's friend. I wasn't Nate's friend. So I thought, no, wasn't. Yeah. Matt, Maddie Fish came on with someone else, I remember. No, no, Fish came on. Fish was by himself. Wasn't the movie about Fish back? Wasn't it Fish and a wrestler? No, it wasn't that was fish about this only about once. You sure? I'm pretty positive about that. We need to talk to him again. I found yeah, him. I miss him. We've had, we've had all, both of those wrestling girls were on at separate times to the scheduling conflicts, but they were both on. Um, and they would also shout out to them. Uh, we've had our favorite guest? Shouldn't It's not Slack. Uh, we did have Ambi Green. Ambi Green was an interview, I believe. 
Yeah. Oh, Slash episodes are always fun. Like, Slash yeah. is a phenomenal guest. <laughs> he, is, he is an excellent guest because he gets it. <laughs> and, and the content is always amazing with Slack. Oh, the content is usually good with most of our guests. Yeah. Um, I, I love having friends on, obviously, Ants. You know, people we know. Um, we had uh, we had Alexis from now for the on for an episode once. She was also really cool as well. Uh, he didn't get be considered deleting the episode for a hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, we kept that one up there. So I guess um, you're welcome, asshole. Yeah, we have. I love I love podcasts with AJ Skywalkers because I know I'm not that podcast. AJ was a great. I've been having AJ a lot. AJ's a great host, a great guest as well. Um, AJ is somebody that I want to get on Breastlight Radio as well. AJ has a great mind for it. Um, I'd probably say Andrew Zarian is probably my favorite guest because he was also just a massive milestone that we could get Andrew Zarian on our show, and he was all about it. And that was way before yeah. he blew up. Yeah. That was way before he blew up. And then he blew up. And he was so big. And it was so big for us, yeah. I mean, he's so huge for us. So it's even huger for us. This is a yeah. before we popped off. And we could, yeah. we could easily get him back. He said he would do it. Because he, yeah. he just did my podcast that exact same enthusiasm from like a month and a half ago. Yeah, it was great. All we had to do was approach him on an indie show. He was like, yeah, do you know what That's amazing. He was, he was yeah. a phenomenal guest as well. He was a great first guest game. He was great because he also podcasted in the infamous Batman podcast studio, which is like just a great visual to have with his watermark and everything. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. Like he was full blown and he gives you he gives it all. I didn't set my shit up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I I ideally I want a studio like his. Yeah, I'm gonna have a studio. I'm gonna have like a, I'm gonna a bigger studio. Like my just wrestling everywhere. No, 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 my, my studio is gonna be whatever. I don't know what it's gonna be. My man cave studio, but my whole yeah. basement of my house is gonna be it's a giant podcast studio, soundproof and everything. Yeah. Um, giant man move. Yeah. So let's move on to some other stuff. Uh, this does this does come from Matt Ritter himself. If you were, if each of you were to write an autobiography, what is one story from your life you would use to pitch the book? And what would the Oh, yeah. So the first question is, I've been preparing first, for this. first answer, what would the book be called? Okay. Alright, I'm going to go for it. Been, you guys need time to think, I can tell. I've been, no, I've, I've, already, I've already got I've, I've been thinking about this show all week. I, I learned on Twitter and I saw this, I was like, it's a phenomenal question. I started thinking about it. The title is, Listen to Your Own Voice, My Life in Podcasting. Okay. Excellent. I feel like I knew that. What story? Alright, so the second question: What story would you use to pitch? Irony, irony. The irony is, I grew up a selective mute. Um, I didn't talk in kindergarten. Like for the whole year, I didn't talk in school. I didn't talk to anybody. I was just silent. Um, Restaurants, movie theaters, public places. I didn't talk. But at home, I talked. If I had a student from kindergarten come over to my house one-on-one, I would talk and make friends and be completely normal. So the irony is the kid who never talked made a career, made a career not being able to shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's a good one, Gamer. What about you? What is the name of your, what is the name of your autobiography? You already said I have popped my last homie. 
I'm just gonna commit to that at this point. Um, what is the story that tries to pitch the book? That's like really hard because I have like a lot of wild stories, mm. and I'm not sure that a lot of them are gonna pitch. They wouldn't necessarily pitch like a feel good kind of. Like I feel like. Do you remember the book I hope to serve your help? Yes, I remember. I feel like I could write that. Mm-hmm. So, trying to think, what would be a good story? Hey, may I pitch you? Oh, oh no, I have one. Okay, um, after. <laughs> after, but I was driven to a Slayer concert by a state trooper. Wow. So, I feel tea. I got tea specifically for this episode, and I feel. So, you, you already spilled the tea in the shop? I have. So, I was 22 or 23, maybe 22, I was young, and I was working at Starbucks in the GameStop. And I had a Starbucks customer who worked at security at the beach. So he used to give give us free concert tickets. So he knew I liked metal music and he got me he gave me free tickets to go to the Mayhem Festival. Yeah. So that year the headliners were Slayer and King Diamond. Yeah. And me and my coworker from GameStop and our friend, we decided to go. So I did not want to drive my car because I was driving a 1990 Ford Taurus in a piece of car. I did not. Yeah, old. So my friend agreed to drive. My friends are 20, by the way. They're not old enough to drink alcohol. But I was. So I made us delicious alcohol beverages that tasted like Christmas. It was Fireball. Apple juice and cinnamon dolce syrup and caramel drizzle is delicious. That's a lot. <laughs> yes. I was mentally ill, you see. So, um, we are driving to Jerome's Beach and we're having a good time. And I've been drinking because I didn't drive. And the guy in the back seat is drinking and the driver is not drinking because we are responsible adults. And so we're 10 minutes down the road from Jones Beach, and we noticed a little bit of the car smoking, so we pull over, and we're like, fuck, what are we going to do? We're panicking. And then we see a state trooper turn his lights on and pulls over to us, and we're like, oh, shit. And I'm like, I have open alcohol. Like, I quite literally have an open bottle of fireball inside of my purse with cups of alcohol, two of which belong to underage people. I was panicking, and I, we all had band t-shirts on, and he noticed that we were wearing band t-shirts, and he said, oh, who are you guys going to see? Because we mentioned we were trying to go to the beach, and we said, Sire, and the straight trooper from fucking hype, he said, really? I'm like, yes. And then he gets a call, he goes, I need to go take this, but he goes, uh, but I will be back in 30 minutes, if you're still here, I will bring you there myself. Wow. Slayer. So sure enough, 30 minutes go by, we've made no progress with the car. And he drove us there. Wow. That is the greatest cop in the history of police. <laughs> 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 
Wow, good wow. guy. Wow. That is amazing. He's player like at least 11 times. Like, I think it was Slayer and some country artists were his two favorite artists. It was just like, like Garth Brooks or some shit. Wow, what a concert, by the way, what a show. Um, I think my, the title of my autobiography would easily be called Tales of the Epic Nature. Like, you know what? Wow. Just, 
fuck up, we're gonna have a good fucking time. Which is cool. Which is what we do. Smooth. Um, <laughs> so smooth. It gets better. It gets better. So I see. I like. I just for some reason I had this. I had this instant moment of premonition. Um, and she's like right next to me. And I go. I know how this nice guy. And she goes, What do you mean? And I go, You'll see. And I just start. Oh. I start drinking. My God. Um. So what ends up happening is we're by the, uh, the bar by the bathroom of McKee, if you remember Miss Will, you know the setup. Yeah, and so she... <laughs> fucking McKee's, dude. I, I love that place. So I love that place, happen... too. So what ends up happening is, is that she, um, she, so some friend of hers comes to talk to her, and she's talking to them, I'm just sitting back, she goes, I'm having a good time. I'm out, I'm chilling. She comes back to me, um, presses up against me and cups my balls, like Luki cups my balls, and says, you're not going anywhere tonight, are you? And I'm like, no. No, ma'am. <laughs> I really want to say no because your hands are on my balls, but the answer is also, okay, So, Mecca, we get a little bit more drunk, blah, 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 she starts covering on to me, and all of a sudden she has that last moment of, like, realization, and she says to me verbatim, we can't, he's still here. In my, oh, wait, I think you told me this before. I have and, then I, and I knew that he wasn't in. I said, look to your right, look to your left, blah, blah, blah. I see here, no, I don't see him either. We go at it, blah, blah, blah. Back to my car, and I'll hop to park, and I'll whatever, whatever. Yeah, the Netherlands, uh, baby. <laughs> yes, the, the Neverlands, you be Neverlands. Um, what ends up happening is months later, you know, we're doing this back and forth, this tussy tussy, and like nothing really becomes available. Like, I go to her house, we go to like, I go to Christmas Eve dinner, you know, we meet the family, blah, 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 but we're not together, you know, all of this shit. She ends up starting to go after other dudes, it's okay, whatever, not my issue. Um, she then, like, around summertime, what happened? She wants to meet up because she was at Oscar's some summer class or some shit. So we ended up meeting up. Uh, we went to like some place in Garden City. Um, hurricanes. We were at Hurricanes. Ugh. I hate Hurricanes. Listen, I love those sauces. Um, so, I like Hurricanes. Yeah. <laughs> hurricanes are solid. Bad thing. Yeah, so we go to Hurricanes and she's telling about like this new guy that she's mad and like how he's awesome, but he has like an anger issue, but he also like sucks me, but he's so cool and he's down to earth. But like huge anger But like huge anger is so like chokes out his roommate anger is but he's really cool, don't worry. You know <laughs> totally normal. Totally normal. You know, and I and I'm just looking at I'm looking at her I'm like this bitch is out of her fucking mind. Um and, and high she goes on about this, I'm not saying a word. What's up? Just high testosterone, that's all it is. Yeah, and I'm not saying a word. And so she then finishes her little diatribe and she goes, so what's going on with you these days, Ricky? And she then says, you know, Ricky, I've never seen you take a girl home from a bar. And at that moment, it's when the fucking stick got hit. <laughs> <laughs> And I and in my mind it was like I'm about to end this real quick. Fatality. Yeah, it was an ultimate fatality because she goes, she goes. I've never seen you take your home from the bar ring. And I said, you're right because you only made it to my back seat. Ice fucking cold. Mm-hmm. Whoa, Whoa. Me- <laughs> fucking dry. Oh, <laughs> Need some King Ricky ice cream bars out here. <laughs> 
what made it worse was that I laughed at myself. <laughs> and told the person, like, oh, good Ricky, stop by five. <laughs> and then I said how I was, I was like, I should tweet about this later on tonight, which I did. Oh, <laughs> incredible. That's so cute. <laughs> so funny. And I only zinged her because... Granted, she was young at the time, and I was significantly older for well older than her. And I was like, we're adults, we can talk about what happened, because this entire time, we never wanted to talk about what happened. Like, let's just fucking talk about that. And she never wanted to talk about it, all right? You don't want to talk about it? All right, here's, here's what's going to happen to you. And to this day, she's never talked to me ever again. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> that, would be one of my, that would be one of my tales of an epic nature. Yeah, I'm buying that book. <laughs> what else we got in here? Oh, shit, man. Tucker Max meets Chelsea Handler. Um, let's get rid of that question. What's wrong with that question? It was like, how'd you come up with tip of, whatever names that we have for, for Sweets of the Night for Tip of the Consumers Mr. Fred's question? I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember either. Uh, uh, Zach, had, Zach had one. Let's do the Mr. Wild P question. It goes, how, Wild- the you, yeah, how the hell did you find Mr. Wild P in order for you and will to recruit him and bring him in, into the fold at WrestleMania? Radio? Yes, that's this is real simple. Yeah. This is a real simple one as well. Um, when you tweet, when you live tweet on a weekly basis, you end up sometimes interacting with the same people or like-minded people, especially if you start talking back. Before we determine that's exactly what happened with Mr. Wild P. I just started talking back and forth with him, seemed to be a good mind, and I wanted to check him out, and I had my eye on him for a while. So I started listening to his stuff, and I was like, okay, he brings something different to the table that we don't have at WrestleMania Radio. He's black. Uh, (laughs) 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 He he brings something completely different to the table that we don't have. Um, He is, I wouldn't say he's controversial, but he has, when it comes to wrestling, he has very brash opinions. Hot takes. Hot takes. Yeah. He delivers them in such, with such veracity. But I was like, I don't agree with all the stuff he says, but I love his approach. I love his style. And even at some points, when he's not going at it with such veracity, he's very calming and soothing. (laughs) It's such a weird it's such a weird back and forth. Um, but I was like, I was like, I like it. I think we need it. <laughs> and so then I, I, I sent, I sent his stuff to Will. I was like, Will, let me know what you think of this. And Will was like, I like him. Yeah. I thought he was phenomenal. I thought he was great. Yeah. Uh, solo shows are my Achilles heel on podcasting. Uh, I'm yeah. not good at doing them and it can be hard for me to listen to them and pay attention. But yeah. Zach was right there. I was there beat for beat. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's all I needed from Sold. Yeah, and it was good. I mean, that man's a workhorse. He works his ass off to do his stuff. Um, and I love his work. But he was at, at one point in time, Zach was doing three shows a fucking week. Yeah. Which was at, yeah, which at one point I was like, Zach, stop. <laughs> Let's slow down. <laughs> like, you can do, like, I want you to do more stuff in, in your life than just podcast. Um, but yeah, we, we liked you from, from, from the jump. We were like, yeah, he'd be a perfect fit. Because for wrestling, I always like having diversity and different stuff. Like, not every show should sound like Kings of the Rings podcast. Not every show should sound like, like, like you're not expected. It should be varied. It should be different sorts. It should be different opinions. That's why I need, that's why I'm looking for, you know, a female podcast. Um, and, and things like that. Because I want to have variety. Where you may not like us. You may not, may not like Mr. Wild P, but you may like Mr. Fretz. 
you know, and that leads us to our next question. Mr. Fretz wants to know, what was our first impression of him? Of Fretz? Yeah. Oh, science teacher. Yeah, science teacher. Yeah. You, you know this, Fretz. Come on now. I asked, I asked a question you know the answer to. <laughs> validation. He means validation. That's fair oh. enough. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. my, my, first, uh, my first impression of Fretz was, hey, man, another fan. Awesome. Keep coming yeah, back. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Keep coming yeah, back. For a, while, for a while, we had a lot on the Canadian fan base. Yeah. Like, to me, to, me, to me, Fretz is my first fan. He's the first fan of Will Tarashuk. As opposed mm-hmm. like, to my podcast. Yeah. So, Fretz I, has a special place in my heart. I've always adored Mr. Fretz. I think he's wonderful. And it's great to know you, buddy. Yeah, great, great, great addition to our community. Yeah, one of these days we are going to get Fretz to a WrestleMania. That's, probably, that's like one of my goals in life. It is one of my goals. We failed with the Valkyrie, but goddamn, we won't fail with Fretz. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all right, French, you need to tell us the story. Maybe on the post show. How the fuck did you find us by yourself? Yeah, just randomly. Like, yeah, what did like, you type in the, What did you misspell in Facebook to have you find us? That's <laughs> 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 oh, such a good joke. I gotta stop using that one more. <laughs> what did you misspell in TikTok to find us? <laughs> Seriously. Um. Let's see. Uh, Let's see. Oh, okay. Here's another question. We're gonna wrap up soon. We have. We're almost done with all of our questions. Uh, whatever podcast would you collab with? Who you have not yet? I have a running list of people that I'd love to collab with in the podcast world. Honestly, dude, I don't. I don't listen to that many wrestling podcasts. Um, I just go to the people I interact with on Twitter. Like, oh, like yeah. other than that, man, and like Dirty Sheets, but he would never, ever, ever collab with this podcast in a million yeah. years. Which is fine. Uh, That's totally fine. But other than a that, I don't, would probably be I don't like, know. Oh, sorry, Tinuel. I don't know. Uh, a huge goal would probably be Chris Van Vliet because he does follow us, which i like, that'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Um, Jobber Tears are good. They always put on their, uh, they put on their wrestling events at, uh, not wrestling events, but they put on, um, what do they do? They do, they hold, they host viewing parties every, every like month in the city. So Jobber Tears are good. Shout out to Sir Wilkins and all of them. Um, I think Ringside Society or Ringside Club. I forgot what it is for Ringside Land. There's a lot of Ringside podcasts. I'm like, you guys are cool. Um, but I'd love to work with. I know there's like the Black and Out Stable uh, also as well. Uh, those wrestling girls again, I would love to have them both on at the same time. I know, Kay, you've worked with them. Yeah, they're great. And, oh, right. and they are. There was the kind I just fought on TikTok. I don't remember the name of it. Yeah. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, down for the count as well. They have all those ladies on. We had Alexis on before, but I'd love to do a super collab with them at one point. Um, there's just four of them, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh, anytime Smackin' It Raw and Matt Ritter want us back, by all means, let's Hell fucking... yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you're not working at like six in the morning, we can come on our show. It'd be great. <laughs> Absolutely. But there, there's still a good amount because there's a lot of them that I would love to work with. There's also a lot that I'd love to bring on board, to be honest with you as well, because I'm so looking for the most diverse people. And if we can, can even if we could build a, a podcast from scratch, that'd be great as well. Uh, on the Mark any, Wrestling Podcast. Kay, is there any podcasts that you wanted to like, still work with? I mean, I barely listen to wrestling podcasts anymore either. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like I would love to work with Paul Hall, but that would never happen in a million years. Like, I watch them every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so let's move on. 
I don't think there is one, but I'll just post this one out this way real quick. Is there a topic or a person that's off limits or taboo to talk about on our podcast? Yes, there is. And that's why we don't talk about him, that one guest. <laughs> oh, yes, there is. Yes, there is one, yes. Yeah, but anything like regarding us or the podcast, not really. No. I mean, I don't, I don't like keeping secrets unless it's a deep, dark one. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that biggest taboo to be talking about is something that's not related to wrestling. Yeah, that's why we have a pre and post show. We talk about other stuff on the pre and post show, <laughs> you know. But as long as it, as long as it's in the realm of wrestling, it's pretty on. It's pretty like we can talk about it, dude. Ricky and I yeah. love arguing about racism. All right, it's nothing is <laughs> off limits. And we come back yeah. next week, like, yo, you see the Yankees lose to the Reds again. Are we still losing? By the way, <laughs> they're still yeah. They, they come back, took the lead, now they're losing again. God damn it. So yeah, um, six five. I do not love the racism. No, it's just fun to talk about. Quietly. It's just fun to talk about. It's okay. You're 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 a good break in the in the argument, okay. You're a very because like if you're not there, we probably are just yelling over each other for like the next forty minutes. That's you actually give, what happens. You That's give us like a argue. You give us like a breather. <laughs> That's a thinking period. <laughs> bless you, Kay. Bless you. Yeah. Okay. Um, hey, you should buy a bell and start just ring it when it's the end of the round. <laughs> <laughs> I should. It was like five minutes. <laughs> uh, do you still talk to other former war shows like Fourth Wall and Jeff? I'll talk to Bones every now and then. Let me see. Let me see him. There's no. There's no. Yeah, bad, there's yeah. no bad blood. At least on my ends, I can't. Mm. I can't speak for them. But at least on my end, there's no bad blood. You know, I, we saw Bones in Brooklyn not too long ago, and it was totally cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Bones is great. I, I, there might be some heat with someone in Jeff, but with me, I'm cool with Jeff. I I always liked Jeff. I would totally talk to Jeff. I'd do a podcast with Jeff. It, would, it, wouldn't last more than, it wouldn't last more than a month, but I would do it. <laughs> do you want to take this care, dude, or do you want me to go first? In regards to I mean, Jeff. What do you want me to say? I'll take it then, and then you can piggyback off of it. Um, like, like Will said, like, I also talked to Bones and stuff. He's great. Shout out to the 444 Make It Pop, which has also been low-key a, a hindrance to our progress as well because a lot of those... People who developed the uh, the fourth wall pop network were fans of us. Yeah, first. and they're and they're, and they're <laughs> you know? great. You know, they're and they're great. Bones, yeah. he's very talented. The fourth wall, the fourth wall guys are all very very talented, and they're and a lot of without, fun. Their podcast was a lot of fun. Yeah, and honestly, without the fourth wall guys for the you know the infant period of when Restlighted Radio, like the post ran Restlighted Radio, without them, we are probably not as um, organized as we as we appeared to be, because they they are like we can do this this this. I was like, oh, you can. Thanks, guys. You know they they brought a lot of good energy and and helped out a lot in our infant days. Um, obviously they had ideas of coming of doing things on their own. Um, which was terribly fine. I, I did love the way that Bones called me and and pitched me what he wanted to do, which was cool. Um, It just so happened that, like, you know, we lost Bones and Fourth Wall, and we lost Jeff, and then we were on on the outs with Nate for a little bit after that, too. Uh, But difference with with Nate in particular, um, 
Nate and I had a difference of how things were run and he didn't like the way that things were, how I was running things. And I was like, I'm kind of running it as kind of like, you know, kind of like an organizational thing. And he was a little opposed to that. Obviously we made amends and Nate is back and he's doing the Brace Room Back podcast. So I think he gets it now a little bit older, a little bit more mature. When in, in regards to Jeff in particular, I was very upset that Jeff left because if you ever listen to any of Jeff's stuff, Jeff had that same kind of gift that uh, Mr. Wild P does. He does. Where, you yeah, realize he, Jeff, Jeff speaks with passion. Yeah. Yes. And that is what came across heavy for me. I also mm-hmm. forgot. I forgot about Jeff did a solo show as well. Like I listened to Jeff's show yeah. religiously. Uh, Jeff's show was so good. Yeah. He was very chill. He was able, and he's very intelligent. He was very. He was able to show how different parts of life related back to wrestling. Yes, and I thought it was so unique. Yes. And so amazing that he, no one else I knew in the pocket of the world was doing what Jeff was doing. Um, and it was great, but it was more so like Jeff, I think, is, gets in his own way a lot of the time. And he, and he, sends, he ends up kind of being a rebel without a cause a lot of the time. And when I think people try to help him, he kind of rebels against that. He wants to kind of do his own thing, which more power to him. But I think he gets in his own way more than he realizes. And that's pretty much what happened to, that's what was the demise of Jeff is that, you know, I, I literally flat out told Jeff, cause when he wanted to leave, I was like, Jeff, I think you're making a mistake here. Like Jeff, I think you have, and he wanted to go in his own and be this vigilante person with, you know, the V for Vendetta mask and all of that stuff. And then, he 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 stopped doing that too, and then he goes back and forth like it's he's consistently inconsistent, which is which is a shame for Jeff. And I don't really talk to Jeff anymore. I mean, because I, I think we, we just kind of end on bad terms. It was really nervous. Like if I see Jeff, I'll be like Jeff, I'm like, hey Jeff, what's going on? Like there's no made too hard feelings, but I'm not hitting him up like on a you know on the weekend. Like yo, you want to go to the movies, dude? Like that's just not the way, the way Jeff and I really like function. But I I feel for it because. If you listen to some of Jeff's original content when he was on the network, it was so good. Yeah. We went by his <laughs> house, too, and we went to that party. Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. He's a great host, you know, great great party, great house, great I just, dogs. I just, yeah, I just think Jeff gets in his own way a lot of the time, and I, 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 I hope it's gotten better. But I, I, I honestly don't know. So yeah, I mean, if Jeff hears us, yeah, we're doors always still open. Yeah, we're rooting for you. Doors are still open, but yeah. you know, I hope at some point he got his shit together. Yeah, <laughs> you know, really did because, like I said, he has a he had a mind and a talent and a gift that I have yet to see from anybody else that I've worked in the podcasting world with. I agree. So. Yeah, he was a thousand percent unique. Yeah. So it, it's a shame sometimes, man. It really is. Uh, but as we start to, you know, close up here, um, this obviously is, it's going to be a little bit of a wrapping, a wrap up question. But essentially, what is the one thing each of you are most proud of that relates to doing this show? Could be like your biggest accomplishment, biggest milestone, mm-hmm. biggest guest, biggest event, etc. And then the other question is. Which we'll, which we'll end with. So what's the thing you're most proud of relating to the show? And the lover question is, what is the ultimate goal of Kings of the Ring and war in general? 
Well, I can just answer that one separately, but that's you, up to you guys. You can, you, yeah, you get you definitely get the last you definitely get the last word on that one. Yeah. Um, my biggest accomplishment is still episode 100. Uh, not just for this podcast. That's all of my my whole podcasting, everything. My proudest moment is episode 100. I will never, ever forget that night and how happy and how proud and excited I was. Because that was a huge... you ever listen back to that episode? Huh? you ever listen back to that episode? No. I should it's still It's still one of our top 10 episodes. It's so fluid. Everything where we were... We, it's like, it's not as sophisticated as what we're doing right now. But it's still holds up yeah that was all i wanted when i started podcasting my my goal was just just get to episode 100 that mm-hmm. was that was a big box for me to check and once i got that i was just like all right i'm cool that's yeah i was very <laughs> very very satisfied that's the best that's the greatest thing this podcast has ever done make it to 100 episodes especially yeah. if after how it started <laughs> yeah that's also very true there's uh, no Kate way Murphy. this podcast should okay. be as successful as it was and as it is. Not a goddamn chance after how it started. You're you're absolutely correct. Kay Murphy, what is what is same question to you? So my probably biggest accomplishment since starting care being a part of KOTR was all of the pride like fundraisers that like I curated and mm-hmm. designed. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we raised a bunch of money and I got to showcase other talents. I have and it's been really cool to see like every year I've been doing something different for Pride and it just means a lot to me too and even the era when I was doing like all the covers that was fun mm-hmm. like I thrive when I get to be creative and like nowadays I'm so busy that I don't often get to be as creative as I want to be so like this particular Pride collection this year meant a lot to me because it was probably my best logo I've done yet I agree. So well I was very proud this year. Yeah. Yeah, for me, the biggest accomplishment as I think about it, um, I guess overall is just from becoming kind of this almost a one-off, almost a one-off guest for like 20 minutes, mm. <laughs> you know, to then becoming a, a permanent figure, to then becoming, you know, then just the, the, the host of a show and the, the captain running the whole ship was a good thing. I remember before 200, you being like, you were like, I think it's your time. Like, you think this is your show now, which is also a big thing of mine. In regards to the show, I think, um, one of my episodes, I listened back to the other day because it's marked on SoundCloud, is, like I said, we usually talk about wrestling um, a lot on the show. However, we broke from that very quickly after our episode 200. Because we had episode 200, what's a giant landmark, and then we did 201, part one. Because remember, we did we did like what we're what we're gonna talk about wrestling. And then we we did the Mount Rushmore, the long way to Mount, right. Mount Rushmore that I killed, and then it just so happened that right after two hundred, the the wrestling world imploded with the speaking out movement. So one of the one times, one of the very very rare times that we said there is something bigger than what's going on in wrestling, and that we need to discuss it from a multitude of angles and that's why i'm happy that you know you have me as an african-american you will as um pretty much a caucasian american um and Kay as a trans individual gender non-binary and we're and who grew up as who grew up and was raised as a female 
um, and we were able to t uh, really look at the implications of sexual assault and the speaking out movement and how it impacted wrestling and also just how it impacted us from so many various perspectives. Um, but I remember it helping out a lot of people listening to that episode. It's one of the episodes I'm really proud of. Um, and if you listen back to the episode that's pinned on our SoundCloud, it's a really good episode. I'll go back, and do. Do, I'll go back and do that. Cause I not gonna lie. I completely forgot about that episode. We just didn't talk about wrestling at all. And it was yeah. just, it was just the issue. I, that, was, cold, that was hard. We, that was hard to it, do. Yeah. It was, was a cold open. The speaking out. Uh, I love that episode. It, we, we did a cold open. It was just straight, like no bullshit straight into it and just go. And it's one of the best conversations I think we've ever had as a, as a trio on the show. I'm going to go, go, go back and listen to that. We sound great on it too. I forgot what we were mm -hmm. doing at the time, but we sound fantastic on it. Uh, as well as that's one of my bigger comments that we were, cause like I said, we, we, we had the question saying, are there any topics that are off limits? And we said, as long as they're related to wrestling, it's not off limits. And this unfortunately started to relate to wrestling. It got a little bit too real. And we all agreed, like, we we couldn't just not talk about the topic. Yeah. 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 Really. Yeah. And we didn't, like I said, like I said, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite episodes of Science 100. 100 is a, also a great episode to listen back to. Oh, it's so good. This one is equally as good as well. 201 Part 1, uh, Speaking Out. Also a very good episode. That's one of my proudest achievements that we've ever done. A very, very good episode in and of itself. And so last but not least, um, what's the ultimate goal with Kings of the Rings podcast and war in general? Same as it's always been. Anthony DeSefano was on the show uh, earlier, and he talked about, you know, being able to elevate other podcasts and get them where we need to be. So eventually they, they feel like they're comfortable enough to branch off and do their own thing. And I think a resume speaks for itself. Fourth wall pop network came from us. <laughs> you know, um, Nate has probably learned stuff from us. Wild P and everybody has learned that we've had a myriad of podcasts come in and go from Westlake Radio Network. And if we can be that bridge and that connecting force to help them, to elevate them, to show them that there is potential out there for them, then I am more than okay. And I feel like we've done our job as wrestling podcasters. We have the skill and the acumen that we learned from Rant, and we can take that and we can continue that to help out other people. I can guarantee you, the online perspective is a lot better than after since joining us. I can guarantee you that Mr. Fritz is a lot better of a podcaster. He's got in the podcast because of Rant with Dan and Wrestling Radio and us because of joining us. You know, and I, I like that we are able to do that and as part of Russell Attic Radio um, and to be that connecting piece. We may not become a Chris Van Bleed or an Observer or a Matt Men podcast, but I like the niche that we built for ourselves because we still have fun doing what we're doing. We still enjoy each other. Nothing's gone to our heads because if we did it for the money, we probably all would have quit five years ago. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> sad truth and but yeah <laughs> it's a sad truth you know and that's what keeps me going with kings of the rings podcast you know it's not about 
the name and the money we get to do cool stuff and we have merch and we get to tell people about it but it's something that i still enjoy doing i mentioned about it with 100 without kings of the rings podcast i don't know what i'm doing after getting out of the hospital with the heart condition you know it really got my my mind off of things i don't know what i'm doing getting out of a hospital years later after having COVID, <laughs> you know, to, to keep me going, to get my mind over things when I'm literally quarantined in my room for 14 days. Um, you know, it's something that I still love doing. I look forward to doing it. Uh, uh, like Kay said, this gives me an outlet to be creative. Yeah. On a, mm-hmm. You know, on an, on a weekly basis. And until I get to the point where Ant is, where he, where I might have a family or I'm just not into it anymore, then I'll stop, but I'm not there yet. And I can only speak for myself. I'm not there yet. I still love doing this. I still love working with you guys, even though Will gives me a headache half the time. Hell oh. yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, I, I still love doing this. I still get a lot of fun with it. People talk to me about it. I've had, I've had my mom and my dad watch the stream and talk about it. <laughs> you know, that's cute. You know, so, um, so yeah, it's it's still a thing that I love to do. I, it keeps me busy, it, and I, I've met some great people from it. I met you guys. Uh, I've met Danny. I met Mr. Fretz. Unfortunately, I've met Slack. You know, I've met and I met some of the best people in the world just through wrestling and wrestling podcasting. And if, you know, and if that's all I really get from it, then I'd say it's been worth everything and then some. Yeah, man. People know not to talk to me on Wednesday nights. Ser- yeah, seriously, me too. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, like. People, people know if they go to a bar or if they go like to do something, that's like something crazy, but like they know just I'm just unavailable because they know that this yeah. podcast is means it does mean a lot to me. Um, mm-hmm. It's structured. It's fun. It's an escape. It's fun mm-hmm. again. And yeah, I'd love, I would love for us radio to pop off and be huge, but if it doesn't, you know, that's totally cool with me. I'm happy just having fun and just bullshitting and just putting shit out there. This because it's fun to me. This is just fun. Yeah. This is this is this isn't work. Other podcasts I do are work. This one is my favorite because it's fun. Always, yeah. yeah. I love when we get to be stupid on a weekly so basis. So yeah. Like we're fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. Like I, some of our sound bites, I say to myself for no reason. And no one else gets it. It's like I'm speaking my own language. <laughs> like it was meat slapping. That's Majesty. one of them. Yeah, cyberking. I, I I say cyberg in regular conversation. I say cyberg in regular conversation. People are like what? What'd you say? I'm like, oh, side, sidebar. It's a habit. You don't get it. I'm an idiot. Sorry. Sometimes I'll say, who booed, who booed Ray Mysterio? And people are like, what? what? <laughs> they were booing Ray Mysterio. Who boos Ray Mysterio? <laughs> Amazing. Like, and I listen to that Mammoth song on a regular basis. Nice. Of course you do. It's so good, but it just reminds me. All my life, I've been searching for somebody. (laughs) Yeah, what a what a banger, what a tune. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is something like I said. We love doing this, and it's if we if we're blessed to make it to four hundred and five hundred, so be it. But like I said, until something changes, we're still here, being silly idiots, uh, (laughs) you know, and just. Talking about anything and everything wrestling. I think a poignant 
a poignant message that we'll leave with, um, not to be morbid at all, uh, that was commented on us on our stream by Mr. Fred, who unfortunately his father had recently passed away. And I remember getting that text message here and saying he's gone. And Mr. Fred's dad was cremated. But Mr. Fred's was, um, when I thank you for sharing this with friends, he said, he posted in the stream, my dad was cremated in my merch shirt underneath his suits. This podcast really resonates. Wow. Aww. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm literally, thank God I have sunglasses on. <laughs> yeah. So, well, again, Mr. Fred's, thank you for sharing that. That does mean a lot. Uh, especially as someone who's major merchandise <laughs> and designed it from the ground up and having your own sort of the fact that your dad was cremated in, in one of the shirts that we designed for you is uh, some pretty powerful thing. So thank you for sharing that uh, with us. So with that being said, folks, um, let's get the fuck out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a monumental 300th episode of Kings of the Rings podcast, The Dark Side of the Kings. Again, I am your host, King Ricky Rose, along with Willie T and DK Murphy. Special thank you to Mr. Ant Stefano, formerly of Rampant and All Elite Wrestling Podcast, currently with uh, the Alliance of Wrestling Federation on Twitch. Please give him a follow. Uh, he is our brand new third Hall of Famer at the Kings of the Rings podcast hall of fame so thank you and seven we love you and hope you are doing well with you and your family and your new house and your new job mr boss man you uh find kings ring podcast at kotr underscore podcast on facebook on twitter on instagram like share subscribe leave us five star reviews wherever you uh watch if you're watching us on youtube or listening to us um because that really helps us out like share subscribe hit that like button hit those notifications let people know that you're listening to us um and if you're listening to us make sure you're subscribing to the rest of the radio wherever you listen to all of your podcasts um because that's where you'll find us as well as mr francis show francis as well as the as well as the young line perspective as well as the brace for impact wrestling podcast we are wrestle addict radio the cure for the common wrestling podcast we follow wrestle addict radios twitter at addict underscore wrestle and then wrestle radio on facebook instagram twitter on facebook instagram uh tiktok and everything else in between twitch discord all of that stuff all the links to all of our things are in the description below including the links to some of this great music that you're hearing from our friends over at midnight music follow me obviously at ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets b-i-g-z ambassador Biggs, and one time for the mind uh <laughs> B-I-G-Z and Bachelor Biggs and some people's DMs and less people's text oh, messages. Oh, baby, I forgot about that tagline. <laughs> Will Tarashock say? Oh, man, 300 episodes in the book. Three more coming up right your way in the next, what, so is that six years that bullshit's going to take years, us? Some six years, Six years, God damn, that's a long-ass time. <laughs> but as long as y'all are here with me, I'm here with you. So without further ado, K. Murphy, throw it over to you. Um, and classic ends of KOTR fashion. I have ordered food that will Amazing. be arriving during the post show. <laughs> Amazing. I love you so much, Kay. Amazing. Go to the post show, please. Don't you want to know what I'm ordering? Yes, Taco Kay, Bell. hurry up. Make it... I did not get Taco Bell. I got Popeyes. Popeyes. Yes. And you can find me 
across all social media platforms eating Popeyes at the K Murphy T H E K A E Murphy. Yes, but I'm starving. I know. So join us for the previous for the post show when we're gonna talk about all things Britney Spears. We're doing Britney Spears trivia. I'm not I, <laughs> to prepare <laughs> to prepare for a pro wrestling trivia oh, tomorrow sweet. night at the Ugly Duckling. Uh, this has been a great episode. It's been an awesome episode with Ann coming on and everybody sharing their stories and me sharing all about my stories and my troops and all that stuff. Hoping it does not get me in trouble whatsoever. But until next week, it's already on the way. Oh my nice. god, I love Queen. So we're gonna get out of here and start our post and all that stuff. But until next week, folks, when we talk about actual wrestling going on, goodbye, good night. Thank you guys for sticking with us for all three hundred episodes. Am fuck I forgetting something? No, that's not it. It's 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 fuck you, Slack. We'll see you next week.